This is The Back Pass, a podcast for sports nerds by sports nerds. With the start of Super Rugby Pacific just a week away, we have Paul Alexander join us to preview the Blues 2020 campaign. Paul is the founder of the Blue Supporters for Life group, and this is going to be a cracking discussion. Hello and welcome to the Back Pass. I'm your host, Gurpreet Rana, and with me today, I have a loose trio of panelists who are all one-eyed Blue Supporters for Life. Our first panelist, <laughs> gee, I am so glad this guy does not run the country, because if he did, all non-blue supporting Aucklanders would have their citizenships revoked. The Minister for Defence, Dev Lala, how are you? Hi, everyone. Um, doesn't New Zealand finish at the Bombay Halls? There we go. That's a yep. taste of what's to come, guys. Our next panellist is a rare breed, a United fan who's actually been to Old Trafford. He's currently in Australia, and with the criteria that Dev has described, we think he's going to be allowed back in the country. Ali Milwala. How are you, buddy? Hi, everyone. I'm doing great. I think I qualify because I have made that many visits to Eden Park to watch the Blues that I have a stamp for life. Now, Shivank and Pavish couldn't join us this week. Um, they didn't quite make the cut. They didn't make the cut because they couldn't tell me which team has won the most Super Rugby titles. However, our guest today, Mr. Alexander, can certainly tell me that. Welcome, Paul. You'd be pleased to know that you are the first guest on the Back Pass. Wow, uh, what an honor. Um, thank you for inviting me. It's great to be here. It's great to have you on, buddy. We'll, we'll start off with you, Paul. We, we know you're very active with the Blues community in Auckland. Tell us a bit more about yourself. Um, so, yeah, I've born and bred Aucklander, so um, blue and white runs through my veins, I suppose. Um, and I've, I've actually been a rugby, Auckland rugby referee since 2012 um, as well. I haven't done too much over the last couple of years, just with work. Um, and I worked full-time as a security officer. And um, in the same year I became a rugby referee is when I started Blue Supporters for Life, um, just as a way of sharing my passion for the Blues. Uh, didn't intend really to get it where it is now and um yeah now we've got over five and a half thousand members and growing all the time it certainly is a it's a thriving community uh just over the last week or so that that i've been a part of that community i've been really impressed with the the energy and the enthusiasm it's it's absolutely great to see what what i found really interesting paul was that um in order to get into the facebook group you've got you've got three questions where um you're asking the potential members about their favorite memories. Uh, the first question is about your, your favorite blues memories. I, I, I do wonder what your favorite memories are. I think there's probably too many to, to, to uh, I've got a lot to pick from, but probably for me, um, probably the 2003 final um, when we won 21 uh, 17 over that some team from down Christchurch way. I can't, think of what the yeah we're red and black uh, not sure the name of them but um we won't mention that uh, but we won 21 17 uh dougie hallett scored the winning try um in the second half and that was probably one of my moments um probably 
getting doing uh, Blue Supporters for Life Travel, which we've started in the last few years, where we travel around um, New Zealand and we've occasionally gone to Australia with the team as well. Um, so that's been a lot of fun. And then probably my all-time favourite memory would be from June last year where we won the Super Rugby Trans-Tasman and we were invited back to the Blues Aftermatch function at Holy Hop in Kingsland and um, twice got to drink out of the Super Rugby Trophy when it was in, when it was in, the, um, in the bar. So it was quite an amazing experience. Yeah, those are fond memories for me as well um i'm surprised you one of your one of your all-time favorites wasn't the uh the, when the blues played the crusaders in 2004 and um you know the the man of the moment <laughs> king carlos um you know w- you know passing the ball behind the t- behind their own uh, try line and um you know what happened next was a bit of history and uh, uh, the, the, the final moment of flipping the bird was priceless. Yeah, well, you know, the, the try alone gave us, a, I think, gave us a seven-point margin and then they kicked it from the sideline to, to stop the Crusaders getting that bonus point, which was um, priceless, I think, um, especially down at their home as well. You don't often beat them at yeah. their home and they don't get a bonus point out of it. Exactly. Ah, that's awesome. The, the Blues beating the Crusaders in the final... Well, actually, the Blues making a final. Um, and uh, travel. Uh, <laughs> my, how the world has changed. It has. Um, you know, 2017, we made our first trip and we went to Sydney. Um, and then 2018, we did Sydney again. Um, and since then, we've been to Brisbane twice. Um, and at this stage, we're planning to go to Melbourne um, in April for the Super Round um, in Super Rugby this year, which is all um, all the teams playing in one venue over three days. Uh, with the Australians opening their borders on the 21st of February, it um, gives us a good chance that we'll be able to go over for that. So, yeah, this certainly has changed a lot um, over the last few years. Yeah, I guess, Paul, um, speaking about travel, I guess uh, the current situation we're at the moment uh, with uh, all the super team, super rugby teams down in Queenstown. I mean, how's how's everyone um, adapting to that change? Um, you know, um, and obviously the, the the situation with some of the players have actually been um, close contacts as to, to COVID cases as well. Yeah, um, I've spoken to a couple of the the team members. Uh, the team manager Richard Fry. Um, and the boys seem to be adapting quite well. Um, it's, you know, they, they're used to living out of hotels, obviously not for long periods of time, but they're used to living and playing, out, you know, f- away from home. So, you know, an extra couple of weeks, I think, it's, I think they're just going to take it in their strides. And, you know, unfortunately, the, the first game has been postponed, but, you know, that, that's the matter. That's the way uh, life works at the moment. So, yeah, we'll just have to wait and see how things go. I was just going to say, uh, poor, poor RTS. He's had two years of it with the Warriors. And he's like, well, back in New Zealand, playing for, playing for the Blues, and now he has to go to play away again. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Ironically, his first game for the Blues, had everything gone ahead, would have been um, against the Moana Pacifica at Mount Smart Stadium. Yeah. <laughs> because that's that's where the the first the next Friday's game was meant to be played, obviously, and then it moved to Queenstown, and then now it's been postponed altogether, you know, for indefinite. So yeah, which would have been a an ironic place to play after playing so many years there for the Warriors, and then he um <laughs> goes back and plays for a different team there, and the, and then not playing for a couple of years. <laughs> yeah, 
Yeah, exactly. I'm sure. I'm sure things will come right. And um, yeah, that you got to feel for the more in the Pacific of boys having so many cases. You know, a week out from Super Rugby, it's got it's got to be tough. Paul, just on the on the COVID situation, I, I know um, I know Param, one of our panelists. He's he's a he's a member with with the Blues. Um, what, what's the impact the COVID situation going to have um, for for membership holders? Yeah, right. So this is something that um, we actually I had a meeting the other online the other day that involved uh, Blue CEO Andrew Hoare. Um, and the question was asked of him, um, you know, what's happening with memberships? Uh, why aren't you refunding members? Uh, and the, the Blues have basically come out and said, at this stage, it's scheduled that uh, at maximum only the first three weeks are scheduled to be played in, in um, Queenstown with the, the, the um, hope that they're expecting that the Blues and all the other teams will be back at home at the latest by week three of Super Rugby. So that round three, the te- all the teams will be back in their in their home uh, venues. So what they're looking at doing is if, for example, if the Blues host um, a home quarterfinal, home semifinal, home final, then if there's the first two weeks will be missed out due to um, being played in Queenstown, then two of those those two games will be transferred to um, the end of the season, so quarterfinal, semifinal, or and or final, depending on how many games they actually miss out. Uh, if the Blues don't um, somehow make it out of, um, you know, don't make it to the um, top eight of the 12-team comp, then um, obviously refunds will be issued from there. That's great. That's um, I think that's kind of cool to have that clarity and to, for the fans as well to know kind of what's happening with season tickets and all those memberships. Um, but um, hoping that the Blues finish in the top eight out of 12, um, what are our predictions for the year? What are your predictions? What do you think of the team? Yeah, I mean, I've, I've watched them train a couple of times and um, they, they are, you know, pre-season, they've had a couple of, they had a win last weekend against the, Cru- uh, against, sorry, the um, Hurricanes down in Wellington at uh, the Rugby League Park and then they had a game of three halves yesterday combined with the Chiefs and the Highlanders whose pre-season game against Wana Pacifica was cancelled. So they, they lost the first game um, and they narrowly went down to the Highlanders in the second, second 40 minutes. But, you know, I don't really, you don't, you don't win trophies in preseason. Um, and Crusaders know that, you know, they, they lost both their preseasons this year. Um, and, yeah, I think the boys will, will definitely be, um, I think, top four, definitely for sure. And then... Um, yeah, we'll see, we'll see how they go and if they can continue contain their injuries and you know reju- reduce the amount of injuries then they'll definitely be a um, you know semi-final final spot for sure yeah I'm hoping um, the Crusaders the the two losses they um, uh, encountered this in the last couple of weeks is going to be a, a trend going forward for the season um, you know personally for me the blues um, I mean I've been a supporter since um, the first day of Super Rugby back in '96, uh, um, so you know I've, I'm really looking forward to the season. Um, I mean, there are players, there are new players in the team, uh, new captain. Um, you know, speaking of that, I mean, I mean, how, how's the squad um, adapting to Dalton being the new captain um, before the years of Patrick's been in there? Um, yeah, is there is there anything to lean on that? 
Uh, yeah, Dalton's, um, he's been a, a member of the Blues for a number of seasons, so he has been part of what they call a senior leadership team, um, which over the last few years has consisted of, you know, likes of uh, Patrick and uh, Rico Ioani was part of that group. Uh, James Parsons, when he was playing, was all part of that group. They had a core leadership team of about five or six players. And in the last couple of years, Dalton's kind of been part of that as well. So it, it's not new to him. Um, and the, the players know him and they know his style. So I think they'll um, they'll hit the ground running with you know when they finally do get out on the field in, in a couple of weeks' time. Uh, leading on from what Dave said, um, particularly with Dalton, I, I think one of the things we've seen in the last couple of years with the Blues is the, the emergence of this crop of exciting, physical, strong young players Particularly with um, with Leon McDonald, we've seen the defense improve as well. D- do you feel there's enough there for the Blues to sort of go that go that next level and and, and win this outright? Absolutely. Um, you know, I, I've I've seen what I've seen in the Blues in the past. If they get behind on the scoreboard, they kind of they used to kind of like oh, when kind of the tails went between their legs and they kind of almost gave up. Um, if you go back to the Super, Tw- Super Rugby Trans-Tasman final last year against the Highlanders, they actually were trailing. They led for most of it, and then they got a, a bit of, they tra- trailed for a bit. But they didn't they didn't lie down like those teams of the past. And I think that's something that the, co- the coaching staff of Leon and Tom and Co have um, instilled in the team is not to give up until the referee blows you know blows that final whistle. And we saw that in the Super Rugby. Um, final in June against the Highlanders, and you know Harry Plummer kicked that penalty from the sideline, and then uh, the Blues made that break with Hoskins and um, Blake Gibson scored. You know with about three minutes to go, and that kind of was yeah something I haven't seen from the Blues in a very long time, and I can't see them stop doing that anytime soon either. So. Uh, Gurpreet, that was really, really cheeky. Um, Blues did win the uh, Super Rugby trans Tasman thing, you know, the whole thing uh, last year. Uh, it's a shame the Crusaders couldn't make the finals, but we are current <laughs> champions. Um, it's very, very, very nice of you to add if we can win the whole thing. Uh, uh, Ali, all I'm going to say is uh, De- Dev Lala the next day at work was was unbearable. Um, what I said to him was uh, making the final by beating Aussie teams by 50 points doesn't really count as... Uh, I, I question the integrity of the tournament. I, I, I think this year we're going to see a much fairer test because it, it, through the entire competition, you'll be playing other New Zealand sides. Yeah, the problem is you can't live in history, mate. Even though you had... <laughs> even though you won five colders in a row, that history, it's, just, it's like any other sport that you support. You know, your Manchester United, I mean, you, you only support them because, what, they won all those titles back in the late 90s and early 2000s. So, yeah, support yeah, and, a real team, mate. And actually, I mean, on, on that, I, I think we, we see this all the time in New Zealand rugby. I, I think with, with all of our teams particularly, there is just so much depth there. There's so many exciting young players coming through. And what, what we saw with um, Super Rugby Aotearoa was the, the margin for error is just so small. You know, when, when Kiwi teams are playing other Kiwi teams, mm-hmm. The, the games are basically down to single digits. You know, luck does come into it. I, I, I do think it's going to be a brand new, exciting competition. And I, I do think the, the Blues are going to be right up there. Uh, but Paul, I, I think you've been in the, the enviable position of, of having a first look at 
of the guys training. We know the the obvious names are there. Uh, who, who are some of the uh, the up and coming players to watch out for this year? Uh, I think AJ Lamb. He's he's kind of been around the scenes on and off for a little bit, but he's really starting to come into form um, and make a name for himself. Uh, he scored a, an absolute belter of a try or two tries actually last weekend against the Hurricanes down in Wellington. One of them result started 104 meters back at the other end of the field, uh, and he's he's just he's very much like um, his um, former Hurricanes um, family member Ben Lamb. He's got speed and he's and he's got a lot of he's he's built quite well as well as well. So he's got a lot of sk- a lot of talent. Um, I'm really looking forward to seeing Bowden Barrett um, play a full season for the Blues. Uh, and probably uh, Finlay Christie as well. Um, and then maybe in the forwards, you'd probably have, I wouldn't go past uh, Soani Vakina, uh, one of the up and coming props for the Blues. Um, he's sort of just come onto the scene uh, last year and uh, played very well. And um, he seems to be a, a very um, promising up and coming um, front rower. Uh, Bowden Barrett playing for the Blues. Um, that's 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 a rarity, isn't it? Oh, he'll be doing it this year. <laughs> yeah, so he will where's, be. Where's, where's, Do you think he's ready for round where's, one? Where's Richie? Oh, I think he will be. Oh, maybe not round one. Maybe yeah. He, I know he still had been suffering a bit of concussion. Um, but un- unlike Richie, who just wants to have a bit of a holiday uh, down there in Christchurch, um, he just doesn't want to play. He wants to have a bit of a break from rugby. Uh, Bode's actually got a legitimate reason to, to not be playing. Yeah, look, um, we'll bring we'll bring Richie in time for the the semis and the finals, mate. <laughs> Could be too late by then. <laughs> Could be. Could be. Hey, um, hey, Paul. I, I noticed you didn't mention RTS. Uh, you know how's how's he adapting? Um, obviously, you know he has waited a long time, but you know he played on um, last. Well, he played last weekend as well. Um, you know how's he how's he going, and is he going to be a, a standout player um, to, to watch this year? Yeah, I, th- I think so. He's um, the reports I'm I'm seeing and getting is that he, he trains the absolute roof off the house at um, at there in Epsom at Blues HQ, um, and there was a there was a comment made that uh, Leon was going to show him some video clips of something that that he was going to about a, um, some training, and Roger already had them preloaded and went to Leon with them himself. So he's already thinking ahead wow. of where he needs to be. Do you think he's looking for uh, looking towards that uh, All Black call up for the twenty three World Cup or or, or to even the twenty two team? I oh, yeah, absolutely. I'd I'd be very surprised if he's not there on an end of year tour this year. Very surprised. Yeah. I mean, he, he, obviously he'll play 12, 13, but he can potentially play fullback as well. So, yes, yeah, it's effectively a utility back, right? You know, he could actually become a, yeah. um, you know, if he's not a cemented a permanent position, it could be utility back off the bench, impact player. Uh, you know, he's got the kicking, the passing, stepping. I mean, he's got the qualities of a great player. Um, so yeah, he's he's very valuable yeah. asset. You know, might even he might even be able to compete against David Havili. He David Havili might even not even get a game. So um, potentially, yeah, potentially not. Yeah. 
I absolutely swear um, Dev Lala thinks more about the Crusaders than he thinks about the Blues. <laughs> this is what winning all those titles in a row does to you. Didn't the Crusaders, in the first year they won the Super Rugby Aotearoa Trophy, didn't they break it and it got like damaged in an aftermatch function and it had to be completely repaired? <laughs> Look, let's let, let's not uh let's not talk about what goes on in the dressing room, okay? I think what goes on in the dressing room stays in the dressing room. Paul. Depends what depends what you're doing with the trophy in the dressing room, mate. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> I was um I was actually going to mention um with RTS in the number twelve, it's an interesting position because he's very different to the previous number twelves you've had in the black jersey. Um, and most of the ones that became really popular in the last decade. Um, but he's obviously defensively very strong. We know that we've seen him like defend. Um, and he's super quick and super fast on his feet, but he's probably not, um, not the wrecking ball kind of, um, you know, he, he's not going to play that crash ball as hard as some of the other bigger guys uh, in his position. Do you think he's going to, ch- it's going to redefine just how the blues play him? Yeah, I, I don't think, um, you know, when you look at, go back to like, the likes of Ma'anonu and Conrad Smith, who were, you know, crash and bash kind of, um, you know, midfielders. And SPW as well. I think uh, Roger's not, and SPW, they kind of just ran straight through you, whereas Roger, he'll run around you, you know. <laughs> um, he's got that those those feet skills that you know, I've seen on training videos where Caleb Clark went, went to tackle him, for example, and next minute he's, he's gone and, you know, Caleb was less than a meter in front of him. Next minute, he's behind Caleb and gone. And Caleb was like, "Where'd he go?" Kind of thing. So I think, yeah, um, he will certainly de- define the the way that the midfield is is played in the future for sure. Um, speaking of Caleb Clark, so he had his uh, um, I don't know, I'm not even sure what you call it. His go at the uh, the rugby sevens. Um, realized you know he had a bit of a disappointment um during the olympics um but yeah i, I understand it's the last last um news article i read he's he's pretty serious now um you know how how's he um how's he shaping up after he's i mean i guess he lost quite a bit of um uh, weight uh playing for sevens but you know how's he shaping up for the season going forward mm. yeah we actually spoke to caleb um a few weeks ago at blues hq and He's he's actually looking. He has trimmed down a bit, but he's also um, hasn't lost any of that speed or his strength. Um, so I think he comes once they get a chance to kick off this year. I think he'll be a, a permanent, like he'll be a regular starter um, out on the out there on the wing. Um, there isn't the option too that they may look at putting him in the thirteen jersey, like his old man Ronnie. But that, that's just we'll guess we'll wait and see what happens there. But he is really excited about getting back out there and playing for the Blues again. Oh, I'm excited too, getting, getting back on the field and hopefully in that AB shirt too for, for this for this year. Uh, Paul, just to just Dev's point about yep. Caleb Clark, we've obviously got uh, the likes of Dalton Papali'i, we've got um, Hoskins Satutu as well. I think for the first time in a long time, we've potentially got a, a core of Blues young players who could form the basis of um, of an all-black World Cup challenge. What do you think about that looking ahead to next year? Um, you know, we've, we've probably got um, talent here in, in this Auckland Blues side that, that could potentially give us a very big advantage going into the next World Cup. 
Yeah, definitely. I mean, if you look at our front row, um, you know, we've got now we've got Ricky Riccatelli also from the Hurricanes. Uh, we've got uh, Kurt Eklund, we've got Ofa Tunga Fussy, um, and you know, all, all, you know, Ofa's a uh, you know, played many um, all, tests for the All Blacks, and then you've got the back row of Satutu Akira uh, Iwani and Dalton Papali'i, all, all Blacks. Uh, <laughs> so, you know, six out of our um, eight um, in the scrum, on the, you know, six out of our eight four pack are All Blacks. Um, I can't remember the last time the Blues pl- team had six All Black forwards in their in their pack. Um, I'm, I think it's. Um, and then we've got Luke Romano as well, so potentially seven um, as well. And um, so I think it's it's going to be great. I think the Blues um, will use that experience um, wisely come 2022 when the season kicks off this year. And use it, you know, and the players will uh, get the experience leading into, you know, um, playing in France next year at the Rugby World Cup. I would say, you know, if you, if you look at the six... So, you know, six current All Blacks in the, in the Blues Ford pack, I would say at least maybe five of them will be there, I, I would say, if not all six. Absolutely. Barring injury, I, I suppose. I, I think the depth we've got across the board, but particularly in the Blues, absolutely incredible. Now, we know we're at the start of an exciting new competition, um, and we are going to have you back at some point, Paul, and and maybe at that point we'll play we'll play you back these predictions. So we'll we'll start off with you. I, I want two predictions from you, my man. Who's going to win the comp, and who the player of the competition is going to be? Okay, um, I'm going to go. Well, I'm going to say the Blues are going to win it, and for me, I think the player of the tournament will be. I'm going to I'm going to put it out there, and I'm going to say Roger Tuivasa-Sheck. Love it, love it. Uh, particularly that first bit. Um, I'm sure we're going to revisit that. Ali, any any different from you, my man? Look, um, it's really hard to go past um, RTS, uh, basically breaking ground on uh, in Super Rugby. But I think um, Bowden's had a had a year off. Um, he well year away from the Blues. Um, he's kind of coming back into it. He could he could completely. Um, completely make a make a big difference in the competition this year as well and um i think he him, him and rts probably player of the competitions kind of lining up already and it's hard to look past the blues i'm really excited the team is really good it feels like we moved past that last year we had that bit of nearly men um we kept kind of dropping um dropping close matches and not quite getting there in the end and we kind of got over that hurdle in the um in the trans tasman um, so I hope that continues and the team has shown good resilience in the, uh, in the trials, um, to come back and fight. So I think there's good leadership in the team as well. Um, they obviously got, um, a few on-field leaders that are helping the team, helping the boys out and driving them. So very excited by the Blues. Excellent point about the leadership group, um, in that Blues unit. I, I think that's, that's something else that Leon McDonald has helped foster. It, it's not just about one captain. It's, it's about that group, and that group is definitely impressive. Now, now Dev Lala is a smart cookie. He, he's going to talk up the Blues all podcast episode and then say um, the Crusaders are going to win the comp and Richie Mong is going to be the player of the season. <laughs> Dev, am I wrong? Yeah, you're completely wrong. It, um, yeah, completely wrong. It's not, you know, I'm not playing Super Brew for the, for the, for the, the, the final of the Super Brew competition this time. But, um, yeah, for me, Blues, 
um, I'm confident actually. And standout player. I mean, actually, I've written it down here. I've actually got four. So you mentioned RTS. You have got Bowden Barrett. I'm actually going to put Caleb Clark in there as well, um, and also Hoskins. So I think those guys are going to be key uh, for that team uh, to to move forward. And I, I, look, I'm with Ali Bowden. I reckon he's going to have a blinder this year. So is that does that mean a semi final a semi final exit then? Um, no, I think it'll be Blues Chiefs semi final, and uh, it'll be a Blues Hurricanes final. <laughs> oh, Dev Lala, shots fired! <laughs> All right, lads, that's that's probably a good that's probably a good note to finish off on. It's been a lively discussion. Before we wrap up, um, Paul. We've absolutely loved having you on. We know how much you love the Blue Supporters for Life Facebook group. Would you just like to, before we close off, tell our audience how they can be a part of part of your community? Well, we've got to be a Blue Supporters first, really. I mean, apart from Capri, you know, he, he, he kind of <laughs> snuck in the back door. Um, we'll, we'll let him stay for now. Um, but yeah, no, head to uh, Facebook and uh, just do a search uh, Blue Supporters and then the number four life and uh, we're there. We've got a couple of questions to answer and um, we've, we've actually quite a unique was we've got actually a, a few former and current Blues players and their family members and stuff like that that are on board as well. Uh, things like players like Joe Rikothoko and, and Charlie Rickleman and players like that that are uh, members of the, the page. Um, James Parsons and a few others to, to name as well that are there. Um, and see, so yeah, come and join us, and um, where we talk all things blues, of, of course. Thank you so much, Paul, and thank you, you, the audience, for listening to the back pass. We will be back, and Paul is going to join us as the season progresses. Have a good week, everyone, and we will catch you later.